Hello and welcome to Enlighten. This is your host, Stevie Moon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode, we are exploring rest. Rest, 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 and our relationship to it. Why you may find yourself resisting rest, even though it may be exactly what you know you want and you desire, but you find yourself self-sabotaging to avoid rest. We're going to be diving into all of that today and exploring these things because your girl has found just today that I have been playing stories about rest within my own life that were rooted in lies. And as much as I have spent the last year allowing myself permission to rest, I still was telling myself certain lies about rest and other people allowing me to rest. And so we're going to get into all of that because I have the sneaking suspicion that you probably need to put yourself first a little bit more in your life and that you need to prioritize the needs of your body mind and one of the most important needs in today's in this moment in today's world in this life that we are living is rest so today we're going to start with a little journal prompt that i want you to just write down and explore this idea and then you can come back and re-explore it at the end of the episode you know re-journal on it but give yourself a couple minutes and write down where am i putting myself last where am i putting myself last and the second part of that question is how does that feel in the body mind how does that feel what specific sensations where are they try to get as detailed as you can okay so i have been exploring my dharma i have been exploring the different ideas of like the dharmic archetypes and i definitely my number one is visionary my number two is nurturer which is interesting because i think i would have pegged myself as other things now what's really important with archetypes and with horoscopes and all these different lenses to view ourselves we are so complex and we are so uh much of everything that we really are all of the archetypes all of the signs uh all of the different personality types we all we have all of that within us we just express some parts more now i'm learning about this right now so when i was listening to a podcast with sahara rose and she's explaining all nine of the archetypes i actually felt like i was pretty balanced with most of them i did like as soon as i heard visionary i knew that that was me for sure um but a lot of the other ones as well i was like man i really do have a lot of these archetypes at play 
And how much can a, you know, a 10 question quiz really give you answers, which is why I'm diving deeper into the book. But (laughs) I am right here learning these ideas with you. Now, one of the shadow sides of the shadow side of the nurturer is that of getting drained and draining yourself in that self-abandonment and sometimes resentment for giving so much because you're giving so much at the behest of other people's needs. Today's episode really roots in what are your needs? What is your what is your body mind need? And are you honoring that? If you're listening to this podcast, this is your wake up call that you could be doing this a lot more. Period. I was going to say you could be in more alignment and that's true, but you could rest more and giving yourself permission to rest more is going to feel really weird and uncomfortable. And we're going to talk about why later in this episode, but let's get started with, uh, this morning. Let's just get started with this little story. This morning I have been doing the Whitney Simmons Alive Strong program And that has been amazing to be able to go to the gym and not have to worry or think about what I'm going to do when I'm there. I used to really feel like I had to do everything from scratch or I was a phony. Um, And now I'm giving myself the grace uh, to allow myself to make the most important decisions and the most important choices and for not forgive myself, but give myself permission to ask for help. And this is one of the ways that I ask for help. And I, and I receive that willingly and with a heart full of gratitude. So in the app today, I supposed to be my rest day. And I knew last night that even though it was a rest day, I was going to get up the next day. And I get up this morning and I felt like I had a lot of energy, but by the time I was getting ready to go, I'm just like, man, I don't want to actually go work out because I do really do want to take that rest day, but I need to like leave the house in order for me to get that time that I need to like refill myself emotionally and spiritually. Um, And so I went to go do that. And I went to the gym and I'm like tired (laughs) and I'm exhausted and I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow, I really should have taken a rest day today. Now, this may just sound like a regular story, but there's a lot underneath that because when I got home, I am talking to John. He's like, you know, hey, how was your workout? And I said, you know, actually, it was supposed to be a rest day today and I didn't do that. And he's like, come on, dude, because we've both been really working hard on resting because we tend to really dive into things um, in that very Aries energy (laughs) uh, that sometimes burns us out uh, most of the time we've experienced that. And so that's why we are saying, okay, we can't take that with us into the future. And I said, well, you know, I actually didn't want to go work out this morning, but I just kind of felt like 
if I wanted to have that alone time, which I felt like I needed, I had to leave. And John looks at me and he's like, you know, you can have your alone time. You just need to ask. And I said, you know what? I know that. And I kind of unraveled this thing myself, which is that I realized that I had a limiting belief and a story that I had to either be outgoing and getting groceries or running errands for the family or going to the gym in order to leave the house without my babies or to have that alone time where everything's quiet and I'm not being bothered and I'm alone. That's a pretty limiting story and it felt so real because uh, of stuff in my past and that's when it all started to come up is when I just was able to see okay something is dysfunctional about the way that I behaved which is based on a lie well where does that lie come from and upon further understanding it comes from when I was younger I uh, started to get super super fatigued I was having insomnia I was um, having nerve nervous nerve nervous system dysregulation I guess is the best way to say it and a lot of it had to do with tv and uh, hormones and uh, insomnias just in general when you stop getting that sleep <laughs> things go haywire and for a high school kid when you need that um, to get through the day I would say mom I need to take a nap uh, and my mom wouldn't let me. She kind of viewed that as being lazy and like I could only sleep in until like seven or eight on in the summer, um, depending on the year. But I and I had to get up every morning and play piano for an hour and kind of almost like earn my day almost. And so I used to sneak off to like the school playground and I would sleep on a bench and I would kind of like go and hide myself and tuck in between like the there was just a, a neighborhood elementary school by my house and it's like during the summer when no one was there and I really was so tired I just would go and I'd sleep on those benches and I look back at that and I'm like wow I was so tired and my mom was not in the place where she could look beyond, you know, her belief systems about productivity. And, uh, she, she really doesn't like to be lazy, you know, at all. She really hates, she's almost like a shark, doesn't want to stand, be still, uh, in, in some ways. And so she's working on, uh, on that with meditation and that's really helped her. But for me, I needed that rest because my body was, screaming, you know? Um, so I kind of learned that I had to either lie or earn my rest. So either lie about my needs or hide my needs. Isn't that interesting? Because that lasted for how many years? How many years that I say, you know, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to go do this. Um, and I just went to like a park or I just went and sat down and read a book and like 
rested. Instead of just being like, I need to go and take some time for myself. I'm going to go and read uh, at a park. I felt the need to have it be something of value. So I wasn't perceived as lazy or I couldn't be ridiculed. And that taught me, one, not to honor myself, not to honor the needs of my body, but to not express and share them because of the story that they will not be heard, seen, honored, or that I would be called lazy or rejected. So now, as an adult... Having this brought to my attention through this experience, this lesson, um, I can see it has, has risen. What is true now? Well, I know that I actually can express to my partner and say, I need to rest or I need some time in the morning where maybe I instead of go to the gym, I go to like a coffee shop and sit down and write and journal, or maybe I go up into the the guest room and I meditate or whatever that may look like, or I go for a walk and I don't need to hide what the, the fact that I need rest, the fact that I'm human being who can't be full steam ahead all the time. It's almost this need to hide vulnerability. Hmm. So what's what's true now? Well, the the truth is is that I can. I I can do that. So what story do I choose? Well, I choose to release the story that I had, which was that I needed to lie and hide my needs because they wouldn't be honored and I would be rejected and called lazy. Uh, ashamed, I would feel shame, which was a huge motivator for me as a kid. <laughs> um, and now I, I choose the story that I, that one, I will tune in every day to my physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual needs, and that I will honor them. And that I give myself permission to fully express that honestly, in truth. And that me showing up as as myself, that that's enough. And I choose to be in a partnership that's based off of that significant other support that is built upon the foundation that I myself acknowledge it because that is where we kind of come down to the more, more roots is that because of things that happened when we were younger and this doesn't even root here for me, this roots, this goes all the way back to being, uh, uh, before I even went into my foster family when I was neglected and abandoned at a hospital but this very specific scene that was a major plot line, I can tell from my mom and the park bench and, and specifically with rest and sleep. Like if my child came to me and said, I'm tired and I, 
I don't know, I guess I would just see, hey, you're tired, let's have you sleep. Um, And then if that happened consistently, I'd be like, huh, maybe something is going on. And so it's important that I do that for me. Because I can't go back in time. My mom was doing the best she could, you know, at the consciousness level that she was. And she's at a different consciousness level. I feel like I shared this story with her and she was like, wow, why didn't I let you sleep? Why didn't I see that you had hormonal dysregulation, that you were, that you had insomnia? Like, why didn't I see this? And we can't beat our parents up. And not all parents are even willing to admit that they make a mistake. Um, but you can admit that you agreed to something and that you agreed to a story and you can choose a new one. So what story do you choose? I'm going to tell you a little affirmation that I have written down that might, you want to try something like it, uh, adopt for yourself if this is resonating. I give myself permission to become fully aware of the needs of my body-mind daily and to fully honor the rhythms of my body-mind. I honor the needs of my body-mind and choose to rest, restore, and refill every cell in my body daily. Just, Just sit with that. How does that feel to say those words? I feel like luxury like dripping with diamonds luxury which tells me how starved for that love attention and support my physical mental and emotional being has been so what do you notice within yourself and if that affirmation didn't resonate that's okay think about for yourself what might resonate Can you give yourself permission to refill every day? So clue in with yourself and tune in with yourself. What does it feel like to say words like that? And if the affirmation didn't resonate, that's okay. Think of what might be something that you would like to give yourself a permission slip. Something that you would like to affirm and speak into your reality. That's really what an affirmation, a mantra is. Maybe it's I allow myself to rest every day, even if it's just for five minutes. That I I check in with my body three times a day for five minutes. That's 15 minutes a day you're giving yourself just to tune in. See if, okay, maybe I need to do a little breath work. Maybe I need to do a little, uh, take a, a little cat nap, which has been something that's been really powerful for me recently. So speak something into your reality, a a new story. And the best way that you can tell if this is headed in the right direction for you is how does it feel in the body? If you're feeling luxurious by giving yourself the simple permission to rest and like check in and honor your body, like, geez, that's the bare minimum. (laughs) But this is what it is to nurture yourself and to love yourself and to give yourself everything that you deserve and that you've ever needed. And that is what bringing the light in is. 
It's bringing that love into yourself and that soul consciousness which wants to do this for you. Now, it's not just the body that gets tired and we need to take rests, you know, physical rests. In fact, I would say recently the most that I've had to, uh, the most strain I've felt has been mental stress, mental chatter going on and on and on and on. And I think it comes and goes in seasons, but it does seem that it has crept up even more in the last couple years. And I, and I think a really big reason, a part of that has been that we've been at home a lot more, that we've gotten bored and that we've tuned into things that felt either familiar and safe in a world of unknown, which was our devices. At least for me, it was. Now, devices uh, can be amazing tools if you use them as such, but if you're using it as a, a, a continuous stream of input into your life, you are blocking off the sig- your receiver. Tesla said that my, my mind, my brain is a receiver. I couldn't agree with this more. This is so, so true in my life. And I was prompted to take time away from social media, to take time away from my phone and get more outside and get more spending time in in nature, have a garden, get really grounded. And it wasn't until I had done that that I realized that why that was happening is because my soul was showing me that I was blocking out signal from soul and from guides and guidance from the universe. You can't receive information if the signal's blocked and jammed. And that's the shadow side of the screens. And that's the shadow side of social media is that you get all up in, um, caught up in the mental energy of things that actually don't matter for you in your life. It does not matter for you what's going on in the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. It it doesn't. It matters to Amber and to Johnny and their families and maybe their close friends. But it doesn't matter to, to your actual life. But when we get exposed to this kind of stuff over and over, we are caring and we have mere neurons and we get really attached and involved in stories that aren't our own. And so the mind is escaping and, and re- receiving and working through stuff that's not ours. So we have to allow ourselves stillness, mental stillness. And at first that's going to be so uncomfortable. It's going to be so uncomfortable. In fact, it could even be painful. Like uh, sitting when you've got an itch to scratch I don't know about you, but if I itch, like it's almost impossible to resist that itch. Um, 
But that's how intense this is to pull yourself away from stimulus. So let's get a really good why. Other than we want to open ourselves up to our soul more, which we've talked about making that soul connection. If you have listened to those last couple episodes and you're integrating information and you haven't integrated resting and allowing stillness in your mind and your body, you're not making room for soul actually. Because remember, the body is the vehicle that you are inhabiting, that you get to move around in space-time, in time-space. And the mind is the operating system and the computer, the receiver. And if you're consistently keeping them busy and when they are kind of broken down, you ignore them and uh, bandage them in ways that promote rot, you've got kind of a big job to undertake when you take those bandages off and they're just kind of rotting and you're like oh man it would just be let's just put those bandages back on <laughs> come on let's uh let's just numb out because this is too much to deal with so I want to validate you if you feel like that because that is exactly what it felt like for me and I had a lot of resistance it took me many years and the ego is so clever to be like, well, I'll get off of social media except for Facebook because that's not a real social, that's an old person's social media. So it doesn't really count. And then I would be spending all my time on Facebook marketplace that I had just kind of replaced things with other things on my phone. So it, you can get kind of tricky with yourself and you got to be honest with yourself. But here's the why. When you are relentless with your productivity, which we talked about, and you're constantly seeking stimulation, and you're constantly inputting the stimulation, and you're denying yourself the gift of boredom, you have drained your creativity, and it is malnourished and undernurtured. And that's why you're not able to create in the ways, create your dream life, create your uh, content, create whatever art or beauty or solutions uh, that you have to bring into the world to be here with. You need to feed your creativity and you can't be feeding your creativity when you're blocking the signal. When you're keeping yourself running on a hamster wheel that you don't need to be on. But it is going to be kind of uncomfortable to get off, okay? So why is it so painful though? Because it would seem like, okay, I understand doing anything new is a little bit uncomfortable and a little painful. But why is this one specifically so uncomfortable and painful and when I take a deeper, honest, microscopic look at myself, I see it's because mental chatter and mental stimulus constantly, all the freaking time, is so that I can't hear me. 
Because I don't want to be with me. Which is weird because didn't we start this episode with me being like, yes, I want to be with me and alone. So you've got these two conflicting and both simultaneously true things within yourself. Let me know if that resonates because these little paradoxes that we find within ourselves, we really have to uh, untangle the knots and get really clear on what kind of web we're going to weave ourselves. You know, what are we, what kind of dreams are we going to catch with our weaving? Underneath all the mental chatter, when you get into that stillness, whether that's going to be through meditation or simply sitting there and doing nothing, you don't actually need to specifically say, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to meditate. You can, um, and I highly recommend that you do, but even if you just go outside and sit there and kind of like look around, that is going to do for you. Uh, something pretty crazy because what you're going to notice is inside your body you're going to start to feel sensations and you're going to maybe start to notice different thoughts and some of them might be monkey mind thoughts but give it about 10-15 minutes and you are going to start to come up and the parts uh, of compressed energy that are clinging to you Emotional pain and energy compressions that are going to start to rise up through you. And this is great because then you can release them. But this is also means that they're going to come into view. And you're going to feel them. And it's the feeling that I feel I have attempted to mask. Denying myself that feeling. Trying to control control my emotions man that's just such a it's such a head trip because I've been thinking about control and uh emotions and positive emotions and negative emotions and actually maybe they're not all as you know polarized as we think that they are and you know, we get this idea that love and joy and bliss, that that's, you know, that's the only energy we have room for in our life now, you know. And the truth is, is that the other stuff is pretty magical too. Because that's the potential. That's the energy that's dense. It's compressed so that you can alchemize it. But if you're not even present in your body and honoring what your body needs... And honoring what your mind needs. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, I think I get enough rest. You don't. You live in 2022. There is always more room for space for you to take for yourself. At the very least, that's the read that I get on myself and the collective right now. Is that we are learning this fine balance. I've heard... I mentioned that Sahara Rose has her book, Finding Your Dharma, and I'm reading that, and it's really amazing. You should definitely read it. I actually am listening to it on Audible, but I'm buying the book because it's that good. That's how you know it's a good book. Um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But I did hear her mention in a podcast that 
that there are five steps of realizing and embodying your dharma and the fifth step being embodying your dharma and kind of the fourth step which kind of resonated with me uh where you're putting the clues together of the spiritual awakening and you're educating yourself and you're taking some steps towards it um and also that there was bigger stages of rest but then when you get to step five like you're you have like so much more energy because you're being fueled consistently by source and i thought that this was interesting because um and and i can only speak for myself as a parent but i'd imagine that there is always time to clue in and that there will always be different seasons and rhythms. Even when you are fully embodying your dharma and getting filled as the sun beings that we are. When we are grounding and bringing to earth and giving, uh, you know, as, in my example, as parents um, or as friends or family, we have to be mindful and honest about what we're giving away. What energy we're giving, what energy we're allowing to be moved within us when we're uh, with other people. And we must, must, must come into our center at least once a day and check in. Like, let's just do it right now together. So kind of sit up. Or lay down and take a couple deep breaths. Just kind of starting to notice within your own body. So for me, I'm noticing heaviness in my shoulders. Actually, quite a bit. Of heaviness in my shoulders. If you've got your eyes closed. Maybe you're seeing a color. Maybe you see an image or something. Think of them like dream symbols. If you have a notebook. Write it down. So you can figure it out in a second. I'm noticing a lot in my neck. Actually. Quite a bit in my neck. And uh, the sides of my neck. Running down by my ears. My jaw. All these are tension points. Means I'm carrying a lot. It means that I am stressed. Uh, there's some compression in the areas that ma are, are manifesting worry. Uh, yeah, that's a little true. <laughs> hmm. And then obviously if you work out, uh, you're going to notice like physical sensations of you being sore different places. And so, you know, I'm also sore in my arms a little bit. And there's a difference between delayed uh, onset muscle soreness and like your body speaking to you saying that, hey, I need a little extra loving. Um, I need you to kind of clue in here because I'm trying to have a conversation with you. Um. You'll get to know your own intelligence of your body if you clue in every day. 
So what did your body say? What is your body moving through? And how can you give yourself moments, either a big chunk of time or a small chunk of time or multiple little chunks of time for yourself to create a new story around rest? You can be honest with the people who are there to support you that you need rest. Today, John needed rest. And I was there. And in the past, John and I would have not been working like a team. And we would have been so imbalanced that we would, I would need rest and I would resent him. And he would need rest and he would resent me. Neither one of us would talk to each other. And we would just be in this uh, stress and this entangled mess instead of actually working together five years of marriage in and we're figuring things out because uh building and moving through life while you're going through spiritual awakenings in a crazy time here on earth uh it's it's a lot so give yourself some grace if you have a partner or if you're a single pringle or if you uh, are living with your parents or with roommates, look at who surrounds you. Be more honest with them. And you cannot be more honest with them if you're not more honest with you. I just want to come back around this because this is not about creating a narrative like I had, which was that I couldn't get the rest that I needed because other people wouldn't let me. I wouldn't let me. I wouldn't even acknowledge. I wouldn't even keep my mind, uh, give it any free space because I didn't want to feel the emotional pain because I didn't want to think about the things that were coming up for me to let go and to re-know because it was too painful. And so I numbed by kind of like that scene in Clockwork Orange where he's got the, the eyes are glued open. And that's almost what we've done. From the moment we open our eyes to the moment we go to bed, we are exposing ourselves constantly and you are in silence deprivation it's not natural and it's not sustainable for us it's clearly not sustainable you are caring too much now a great thing to pair along with giving yourself permission to rest and to be more honest with yourself and with your partners or your support systems is during that time that you rest, inviting in opportunities uh, to bring in joy and love and peace in form of inner child healing. In the last episodes that we talked about inner child healing, I kind of gave a couple of things that you could try. Invite different activities that you used to feel the feelings of joy and bliss and love when you were a child back into your life. And what you will find is that 
with the intention to rest and restore and rejuvenate the joy, bliss, love, peace, that's what you're actually looking for. You are looking from going to, from a frequency that may be a little chaotic to experience some peace for a moment. So maybe if you can't sit down and have a 10 minute, you know, nap or, or do a quick breath work section, a session, or do, uh, have an actual cat nap, you know, maybe you have five minutes to listen to a song that you loved when you were a kid and that that actually could refill you and bring that restoration which is what rest is rooted in, restore of your energy back to you. Because that's what this is all about. We get so focused on the matter sometimes, but we forget that we're these energy beings. And when your body is manifesting through uh, disease that you, or through what my body's telling me right now that I'm carrying too much. It's the physical manifestation that energetically I'm carrying too much. And your girl knows exactly what that means. And you'll know that for you too with practice. If you are like, well, I feel that too. And I don't know what's on my mind or I don't know what I'm carrying. Journaling is going to be your number one friend here. I go out on my deck and I don't want to because I want to like numb out and watch some TV. My husband's downstairs waiting to watch Moon Knight with me, but I need to come up here to do my Dharma. <laughs> to be who I came here to be. So it doesn't mean that you have to swear off the things that uh, maybe you did use to cope. And maybe it does. That's going to be up to you being honest with yourself and you being intentional. Okay, my friend. Thank you for joining me today and deciding that you would rather wake up than walk through life hypnotized. That you are willing to be with you now and that you're safe to do that. And even when it doesn't feel safe that you're going to keep being there and reminding yourself, I am safe. I can be who I truly am. I can rest if I need rest. I can say that I need rest. And that doesn't mean anything about me. That doesn't make me weak or lazy it makes me the person that I always needed. Somebody who loved me just as I am and supported me and took care of me. I'm sending you and beaming you so much love. Have a beautiful week. Until next time, stay curious and be conscious. Thank you.